Hey, podcast family, friends, and I happen to know there's got to be the odd stranger listening by now. If you haven't already, go to the top of the screen on your podcast and click on the three buttons that say subscribe. And when you do that, every Monday when I release a new podcast, it's just going to come straight to your podcast library. So that is also how this podcast gets pushed out to the world in the podcast world and how other people can find it. It'll go into the things we may you may like part of the podcast when you're looking and you're like, what else could I listen to? And then Apple or Spotify gives you podcasts that are kind of related to the things that you like. The more people that click on the three buttons at the top, the more times my podcast is going to show up for others who might like things that I am talking about, like fitness and nutrition and being a mom and mindset and counseling and that kind of stuff. So if you haven't already, please click on the three buttons at the top. So today's podcast is about uh, the way that you talk to your kids and the way that you talk to your best friends or your grandmother, the way that you talk to people when you are trying to build them up and when you are trying to make them into strong and confident humans, most people know how to do that. Most people know how to talk nicely. Not that we do it all the time, but we know how to do it. We know how to be supportive and we know how to be encouraging and we know how to teach somebody without, you know, judging or being, you know, shameful when we're teaching them things. We know how to do those. And we do them all of the time. You know, like if you are in the workplace and you you have a new person coming in and your job is to train these new people, you do a pretty good job of showing this new person where the things are located and how to, you know, fix the broken photocopier or where the supplies are being stored. Like I've watched people take tours around buildings and show everyone where the things are. And it always seems very nice. People are talking really sweet and kind and encouraging and motivating. Maybe you're in the helping profession. Maybe you talk to clients all day long and you build them up and you take people who are in a not very good place and you strategize plans on how to make them in you know, on a scale of one to 10 with 10 being awesome and one being zero, where are you? And they're at a five and you want to help them figure out how to get to a seven. Maybe that's your line of work and you know how to do this, but do you do it with yourself? And I decided I wanted to do this post because it was kind of a light bulb moment for my, for myself a few years back. And then yesterday I invested some time. So today is Monday, the 10th of January, if you're wondering what day it is when you're listening to this podcast. And on Sunday, I was doing a post about a 10-year photo challenge. And I had to go back and find a photo of myself from 10 years ago. And my initial gut was for me to say, okay, I'm going to find a pretty ugly photo where I don't look very good 10 years ago. And then I'm going to add it with a new photo now where I look good. And so that people think there's, there's this huge change in me. And then I thought, okay, I don't know if that's necessarily the purpose of the 10 year challenge. So I went and I found a picture that I really liked 10 years ago. That was actually my Christmas card 10 years ago. And I put that next to a picture that I had taken now, both pictures done by a professional photographer and things that I'd put out there on social media. And 
I thought about the person that was getting ready for those pictures 10 years ago and what kinds of, um, where I was in my head at that time. And I know it was different. There's some things about me that are just the same. I've been the same my whole life for sure, but there are things that have improved and my health is definitely one of them. The woman that was getting ready for those family pictures 10 years ago was so tired. I never got a good night's sleep and I did not feel good. And because I was tired and I didn't feel good, I cried all the time and I beat myself up because in my head, I was a really capable, strong human who had come from, you know, a really hardworking family. And yet, man, I struggled to do things during the day and to enjoy things. I would get a lot accomplished and my kids and I did a lot but I sure didn't enjoy them. I was not having a good time because I was so tired and I was so, I think I was hungry, to be honest with you. I was not a happy, strong person. And then I look at the picture and I remember the day that Kelsey took these pictures a couple of years ago. And of course, I wanted my pictures taken when I had a nice little glow on and it was summertime, but it was a hot day and my house was filled with people and then we were out in the boat during the day and I had this photo shoot with Kelsey coming up and I was stressing out about it because I don't like to get my picture taken and thankfully she's a very kind soul and she, she, she talked me through the costume changes and all that kind of stuff. But I remember just thinking, you know what, like I don't even have time to totally redo my hair. Speaking of hair, shout out to my girl, Katie, she'd been telling me to grow these bangs out for years. COVID finally made it happen, but she was right. As you can see in the pictures from yesterday's post, she was right. <laughs> but when I got my picture taken with Kelsey that day, I just remember pulling it together, not thinking that, you know, this was, this was, uh, something I needed to be stressing out about for the entire day because I was going to be getting this photo shoot done. I was just a happier person by the time 10 years had gone by and I was a more confident person. And I don't actually think I physically looked that dramatically different minus the bangs, but I was a much happier person. And today's podcast was going to be all about how we talk to other people, how we talk to our coworkers, how, you know, we can be nice and we can be holding it together for people all day long. And then the self-doubt and the negative talk. I hear it in the gym sometimes where people will be like encouraging each other. Come on, you can do this. Come on, try one more time. And then what I hear them say is, I suck at pull-ups. I don't think I'm never going to be able to do a pull-up or um, I suck at cleans or I suck at the snatch. And, you know, they don't say that to anyone else in the gym. They would never talk like that. We're a super encouraging uh, place and people are always cheering each other on and then not cheering themselves on. And if we took the approach to our own self-development and to our own, if we invested in ourselves in the way that we invest in the people that we care about, wanting them to be happy and wanting them to be stronger and wanting them to be empowered. If we took that level of investment that we give away with ourselves, imagine, imagine the difference that it would make in your own life, but overall for everybody in this world, 
It would make such a huge difference if everybody was looking after themselves while they invested in other people. And maybe that means not investing as much in other people until there's until there's leftovers. And I've talked about this on podcasts before. I was giving it all away. I was a great volunteer. I did all kinds of things in this community, but I was giving it all away. And when I figured out that, you know what, I need to save some of this for the people that matter the most, including myself, I stopped doing a lot of those things. And I don't regret that one bit because I needed to give away what was left over. I didn't need to just wait for what was left over to be mine, if that makes any sense. And I'm making, I have a, a post coming out later on that talks about how I, I ask thriving moms about, you know, when, if I was to give you a free day, an entire free day, what would you do with it? And when people say, oh, I'd have a bath, it kind of makes me sad. Moms, you deserve a bath a lot. You deserve to have a bath often, but you don't get it. I know you don't. I know you are rushed. And I know when you get one, there's some kid in the bathroom with you and someone's outside the door crying. I know all of those things, but you deserve that bath. Anyway, totally off on a different tangent from what I was wanting to talk about, which is how you prioritize yourself. So let's just think about kids for just a second. Let's say you're in charge of a few kids. Let's say you are teaching these kids that you are in charge of your own kids. You're teaching them something new. Maybe you're going to teach them. Let's, let's go with food. Let's say you're going to teach them how to make cookies. You're going to talk to them like they are cookie experts and that you're going to show them how to crack an egg. And then you're going to tell them that's a great job. Doesn't matter if there's eggshells in there and you got to pick those eggshells out. Just stay calm. Teach them how to crack an egg. Like they're learning it for the first time and they're going to get better and better at it all the time and really empower them and make them feel like confident, competent, amazing little humans and record yourself. I mean, don't really record yourself, but in the little record player in your head, just push record and record yourself. And then the next time you're about to do something, I want you to push play. How do you talk to yourself when you are nervous and scared and trying something new? Are you encouraging? Do you say, that's awesome. Good job. Oh, fantastic. You'll do even better next time. Do you say, I'm proud of you when you're talking to yourself? And if you're not, you are not reaching your full potential. So I know people are nervous about starting at the gym and I know people are not really wanting to make changes in their lifestyle and their diet, in their friends, in the people that they're surrounding themselves with because they don't know how or because it's exhausting to think about doing things differently because you're barely getting things done the way you're doing them now. But I want you to just take a second and think about how you want your kids to be treated. Or maybe it's your grandma. Let's say grandma gets a new, uh, one of those um, digital photo frames, you know, where you can just send grandma the pictures and they show up in her apartment now. It's all over on my Instagram feed and it's going to be back now that I'm talking about it, I'm sure. But let's say you're going over to grandma's and you're going to teach her how to use this picture frame. I'm pretty sure you're not going to say, oh man, you suck at this grandma. 
you are never going to get this. You shouldn't even bother trying. I'm pretty sure that's not how you're going to go and talk to your grandma when you're teaching her how to use her new fandangled, uh, technologically advanced photo out, photo frame. So if you don't talk to grandma like that, you're not allowed to talk to yourself like that. You don't get to say, okay, you suck at this. You don't get to say, um, you don't, you shouldn't, you don't, you shouldn't even bother doing it. Let me tell you about the one that I'm the most guilty of. I am most guilty of things, um, <laughs> social media technology related. I am trying, oh my goodness, I am trying to get better at doing these sorts of things. But sometimes I catch myself saying, oh, you are such an idiot. And I have to stop and think, nope, because I don't call my kids an idiot. I better not call myself one, but I do it. I still do it a lot when it comes to those sorts of things. When, I, when I'm in the gym, because I've been practicing so much there to not let other people talk like that, I've, I've gotten much better about saying, well, I can't do a muscle up yet. Yet being the key word. I used to say, oh, I'll never do one. But I don't do that now because I don't want anyone else to think that they will never do one. But I'll say, I can't do one yet. And the language that I'm using with myself is the kind of language I want other people to be using. But I know that I have to keep working on it, especially when it comes to things like the social media technology. Everything is changing all the time and it is hard for me to keep up. It is really hard for me to keep up. And I thank Caitlin every day. She has no idea how much she's worth when it comes to getting me together in my social media. And I hope that I talk to her nicely because man, some days she just absolutely saves the day. But today's podcast, I'm going to let it wrap up. The bottom line is if you are saying things in your head and you think it would be appalling for you to say them to your grandma or to your kids, then rephrase that. Start talking to yourself like you're teaching your grandma to put up a really technical picture frame and show her how to use it. And if you can have that patience and grace with yourself, you will be starting to live to your fullest potential. Um, I'm also going to do an episode coming up uh, shortly about the things that your kids are capable of doing and at what age. Now, this is going to be super general. So, but if you're interested in figuring out what it is that you can be teaching your kids to do at, um, at the different developmental stages, watch for that podcast because it's coming up. And I've also convinced Corey to do a podcast with me before Valentine's Day on our love languages. We've both taken the love languages test years ago. And so here we are about to sit down and do that. And I hope you will tune in and listen. Thank you so much for today.